Sportsnet 650 presents Just Here for the Beer, Canada's original dedicated beer radio show. I don't mean to have a one-track mind, but all I need is a frosty pine. A Vancouver tradition for 10 years and counting. We're talking about the BC beer scene with the innovators, the movers and shakers, and brew makers of the industry. And I don't mean to whine and beg, but someone finally tapped that keg. I'm just here. For the beer. It's just here for the beer radio with your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. We welcome you to November 2021. Just here for the beer, now in year number 11. And it is, uh, it is so cool to actually be back into cool spots. We are at one of the coolest. This is a bar that has a lot of history oh, in Gasson. yes. You might remember it as the Irish Heather. And the back bar called the Shabine. It is now known as Smiths of Gastown. And it is such a cool spot and it's really cool to be back down here. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. Hanging in there, looking forward to Christmas. Now, well, we should mention as we as we record this, this is today is Tuesday. And we just got over uh, the, the wettest rain cover oh, I have seen my in Lord. my lifetime. And some serious carnage to the valley. And, and, you know, God bless everybody out there and hope that we can. Roads need to be repaired. There's no access way out, a major road access way out of uh, the city of Vancouver right now to get to. Oh, buddy. Atmospheric River was an understatement. Uh, I, you know what? I, listen, I've spent 13 years as a TV weatherman. I've uh, never uh, heard uh, Atmospheric uh, River <laughs> before, but sure enough, we got one. And, uh, but at least we, well, it, well it's, the we rains survived. have subsided. Yeah. We've survived, and we yeah. hope everybody uh, stays safe, and I hope that uh, government spring into action and get what needs to be fixed fixed real quickly. Um, as we speak, we are broadcasting, of course, from Smith's in Gastown on Carroll Street, and uh, we have some guests coming up on the show, which we'll talk to Nick Nazarek in just a moment. Nick is the brewmaster of Strathcona Brewing uh, in East Vancouver. We also have Callister from East Vancouver. Diana McKenzie, you want the co-owner, will uh, join us from Callister. We'll talk to our, our friend John Razier from Phillips Brewing. Uh, Caribou Brewing, Mr. Mike Rudder will join us as well, and we'll pop in for a few minutes and talk to East Van Brewing as they are celebrating their fourth anniversary wow. this very week. So, you know, again, um, when you got into the beer business four years ago, some haven't even got that kind of length. Some were only like maybe yeah. two years ago. Um, who could have predicted what the last couple of years would, would bring? And I think everything, the worst of everything has been thrown at these breweries. And if you can withstand all of that, whether it be weather, whether it be a pandemic, whether it be restrictions that limited what you could do and how many you could do it for. But if you can withstand that and celebrate an anniversary, you've done something right. Well, I mean, when you think about these guys, when they open and they they come up with their business plan and their marketing plans, COVID, pandemic, those words weren't even no. d- d- nobody even thought about that. How, how atmospheric ca- river wasn't wasn't a thing four years how, how ago. How do you even plan for any of that? But you know, luckily, most everybody survived. Unfortunately, I think we've we've lost one due to COVID. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, um, everybody else seems to have used that word pivot and been able to to turn around and and leverage some yeah. of the the things that they were able to do. And and luckily, governments have stepped up, whether it be provincial or or local municipalities and cities, and and been able to help these guys out and hopefully they've kind of the cities that is i have learned their lesson and maybe want to step out of the way and let these businesses run and do what they need to do in order to be successful well i remember when we were in 2020 we couldn't wait for 2020 to end we look forward to 2021 now we can't wait for 2021 to end we're hoping for 2022 to give us the resumption of traditional normal and it looks like perhaps we're not that far away oh fingers crossed my friend fingers crossed and that being said, we welcome to our program our longtime friend of the show, Mr. Brewmaster Nick Nazarek of Strathcote. Yeah, Brewing. baby. Oh, thank you, thank you. Over. How are you, man? I'm doing great. Yeah. So, was it uh, Brewmaster? Was that the last title we called you, or is that a new addition to the uh, title family? I think the last time that I came through it was just after I got the title. So. Right. Yeah. Right. I always found that uh, when I go back, so I've kept a business card from every radio station I've ever worked at. It's amazing all these different titles you had, and then sometimes <laughs> you would take on more titles. It's kind of hard to keep up with. But in the beer world, I guess the one that you strive for is head brewer or brewmaster. Usually works the head brewer first, and then works up to brewmaster. Yeah. 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 
You have a while before you can actually, you know, confidently call yourself that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know about in your case, young man. You the biochem and yeah. everything yeah. else you this got is, under your belt. This is a great story because the apple did, really didn't fall far from the tree in this uh, in the Nazarek family because your dad, Fez, is a longtime brewer and yeah. uh, apparently is doing some TV now, you were saying? Oh, yeah. Well, he uh, he was a live broadcast television yeah. uh, audio engineer back in the day. Um, and then kind of his retirement goal was to start Strathcona. So he... Uh, he started it, and then once COVID got into it, he uh, he kind of was kind of phasing out of it. It was a little bit bigger than anything he wanted to do, so he kind of he retired. And so is it kind of like the kung fu thing, like when you take the pebble from his hand and you're ready to run the brewery? Was yeah. it that kind of pressure? I think it was kind of like, well, well you know, I, because I grew up brewing beer. Like, he's been a home brewer for 30 plus yeah. years. National Brewing Awards for home brewing. Um, so I've literally been brewing beer since I was a child, like since before I could barely even walk. Um, and I always just help him out. It was, that was like the fun day, like hanging out, helping your pops, right? Like who, who can beat that? Yes, as the Ministry of Children and Families is listening we, uh, to this. We should, uh, we should point out uh, this was all done at the age of 19 years yes. and older, just for clarification. <laughs> yeah, you never drink when you're a kid, but <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're helping your dad, right? Exactly. You're helping your dad. Yeah. You're just holding, holding his hand, helping him stir the stir the pot, you know? But is it kind of like, you know, when you're sort of driving your, you know, the, the old man's car, but he's in the car with you? You can't wait till you drive it solo? Is it kind of that? <laughs> well, was that but once we started um actually um once we started actually making the recipes he very quickly found out that my scientific background modified his home brewing background very well and I, he just kind of let me run with it so we're broadcasting from smith's bar and restaurant on carroll street in gastown and uh nick you're a pretty astute guy you know how to decom uh, decompose drinks and deconstruct them and yeah. i see you're drinking a guinness yeah which well, when an Persephone irish dry irish stout actually okay. oh. yeah, but very close yeah but when you're in an Irish pub, you're expected to to do that. Yeah. Um, are you able to taste that and go? I I could recreate this. Uh, I really I would say I'd like to say yes, but I, I don't have as much experience with dark beers as I would like right. to, just because we tend to stick to the sours and the lagers and the IPAs and stuff like that. Um, but I love this beer. The Persephone Dry Irish Stout is a fantastic beer, and it's a great representation of it. I think if I gave it a couple tries, I could probably do a pretty good job. But they've been making this beer for a long time, yeah. and <laughs> they've dialed it in pretty well. So, have you been to Strathcona lately, Rick? Uh, it's been a little, what two months? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I just I still love the the, the Rattlers you do. I mean, yeah. again, I wouldn't have thought oh. five years ago Rattler would be something beach. I would particularly enjoy yeah. the beach. Yeah. Well, we uh, we're we're just off of the beach now, so we have a little bit left over. So get that quick if that's your thing. Um, but we are putting out one batch of what we call crispy, which is our cranberry mandarin Rattler this year, which will be out next week. So we are gonna leave a little bit of Rattler in the game for the winter, but we're gonna kind of restrict it back on the lemon mandarin because that is more of a summer flavor. So is anybody gonna do a candy cane flavored beer for Christmas, or is that going a little too far? Uh, I think you could probably make that work, but you'd have to think about how you're gonna do that. Candy cane beer, peppermint, yeah. sweetness, lactose. Whoa, hang on here. Nothing is off limits in the world no, of it's beer. True, it's true. Somebody out there is gonna go. Dang, that's a good idea. I've had you, peppermint stouts before. Yeah. Yeah. You know that what? For it. Yeah. I, I guarantee if, you, if we feed them a couple more, yeah. it just might happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about let's talk about what you are brewing at cool. uh, as these days. Uh, well, we have a couple things coming up. So next week, or actually, sorry, no, this week, uh, the Friday. Friday is our fifth year anniversary. Oh, oh wow. my goodness! Well, wow. so. Um, as kind of an homage and like a throwback, uh, back in the day we used to do a 40 ounce bottle of Belgian gold, and that was kind of like our yes. throw to like the the OE kind yeah. of, but like a craft version. It was like 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 a something that you could throw in that that was kind of that similar style. So we did the we chose the Belgian style gold, and it was always really popular. Um, we won bronze for it one year at the Canadian Brewing Awards. Uh, so this year for our fifth anniversary, we just kind of like let's bring it back. Let's just do a 20 hex small batch tall cans label. Is it literally a picture of the old 40 ounce on like a can? <laughs> So that's kind of cool. Um, yeah, and we uh, and that's that's going to come out. We're packaging that Thursday. Um, what else we got? We got, like I said, the crispy man cranberry mandarin rattler, uh, as well as the plum bourbon love buzz, which is our new love buzz. So wow. it's plum bourbon, a little bit of Tahitian vanilla. Um, we also just did a collab with Fieldhouse, which is a oh. caramelized spiced pear sour. And you're left at my candy cane idea. <laughs> Come on, come on. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then we also have, we, we recently launched a new product uh, we call Smash Bombs, which is uh, pretty much a double IPA. Um, and it, it just, it pretty much just popped off the last time we did it. So we have another batch of that coming out in the next So couple this is the third anniversary. Fifth. 
Fifth, sorry, fifth anniversary. Yeah, fifth anniversary. Uh, East Van Brewing this week is celebrating their fourth anniversary. Yeah. And um, and Container Brewing is celebrating their second anniversary. Yeah, all around, so all open around the same time. But it's it's amazing to think yeah. that again. And you know, I feel particularly bad for places like Container because they opened at such a horrible time. Yeah, such a hard time, <laughs> right? But again, it's kind of nice to see that you can come through it. So, what what are the plans for you know going down the road? I mean, obviously you've got a you got a pretty good brew team. You're you got that nice lofty title now. So I guess it's uh, four more so tanks. It's it's more paperwork for you then, yeah. is that right? Well, four more tanks. That's the next step. Yeah. Um, yeah. We just we just picked up a big thing. We started a big logger program at the beginning of spring, I guess this year. And logger, for those that don't know, as I've learned on this yeah. show, logger takes the longest of the tanks. It does. It, does. it yeah. takes a long time. If you want to do it properly, like yeah. you can make a logger and you can rush it out. But if you really want a logger, which is like traditionally like chill it down. It has to take like at least two months, preferably a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. Some German brewers even go as high as three, but that's a little bit excessive at that mm -hmm. point. Two and a half at least. Yeah. So going forward, uh, I know that you've got the outdoor extension up that it's very applicable, certainly this time of year. Yeah. But uh, are the plans to maintain that uh, in, the, in the 2022 campaign, or what do you think? Yes. So our side patio is actually going to be gone, uh, the one that was around yeah. on the Campbell on side. side. Yeah, um, right. But we actually got the Strathcona Business Association, I pretty much lobbied for us so we could keep our front patio. Okay. So our front patio, from what I know right now, no, don't quote me on this, but it should be semi-permanent. Um, it'll just be really dependent on the day that, that comes up and what we're doing. Weather, if it's yeah. a nice thing, like we have a couple of heaters out there that we can put out. We also have a couple of uh, an umbrellas and stuff. And it's quite tight-knit underneath our enclosure there. So there is some coverage, but it's just kind of dependent depend on the day. Is city, a, is city Council ready to look and consider rooftop dining at Strathcona Beer? Uh, I think at some point that yeah. may be in the cards. Yeah. That, that's like We don't have a lot of space to expand, so if we're going to do that, that would probably be the place to go. Yeah. Uh, but that'll just be major building maintenance, renovation, structural integrity. You know, additions and making it really just kind of like that. Yeah. But I think that would be that. That's our hope. Is that's that's hope, the next yeah. place? Because yeah. who wouldn't love a rooftop patio in East Van? Well, if I hadn't done so much bad stuff in my life, I was actually well, thinking yeah. of running for council at some point. So I, I think we can write that one off. <laughs> you're, you're not going to make the betting. I'm not going to. Not going to. Joe Larry, 2022. <laughs> no, no. So Nick, every time we see you, we always talk about what's going on in the kitchen. Yeah, I love the pizzas there. Hands down, some of the best pizzas in in the city. Anything new on the menu? Oh man, I. So what I've been really feeling lately is this. It's it's a potato salad, but calling it potato salad does not do it justice. Ooh. They call it the picnic. Um, it's sweet potato and regular potatoes. It's got beans. It's got like a jalapeno cilantro crema kind of like thing. It's absolutely fantastic. Damn. I try and stick away, stay away from <laughs> the extra cheese, especially when you're there every day. You can't eat pizza every day. But you know the salads are really good, and they make they make great specials as well. So anytime there's a special, get on it. Well, it's it's amazing to me uh, because in that block just uh, east of you, um, with that really weird-looking building that's a whole bunch of containers or w yeah. whatever it is, but the businesses that are going in there, there's some pretty cool spots going in there, and you can only see, you know, it may take a little bit more time, but uh, the area is, is hipping up, yeah. and, uh, you know, certainly you're pivotal to that because five years ago, you know, there, was, you there wasn't it. a lot yeah. of joy in that particular area of <laughs> Hastings Street. a little bit of a sketchy corner, yeah. <laughs> a little bit sketchy, but you've de-sketched it. We've de-sketched it, which, which, yeah. which is great, and uh, I can only imagine what uh, what happens in 2022. Now, this is this will be the last time we talk to you in 2021. What's, uh, what's the plan for the upcoming holidays? Ooh. It's it's a tough one, you know. It's still works. So things are kind of you know iffy, kind of with COVID. Um, we are going to launch a couple other things. We'll have uh, a couple specialties coming up. We're going to do um, an imperial apple pie sour for Christmas. Oh wow! Um, and we're going to do a, it's, what I've realized in the past little while is we are booking up very quickly in the front room. Yeah. Um, when I'm looking at the schedule, it's it's lots of reservations. So if you're looking for a rezo, get mm -hmm. get your get rezos in, in there, yeah. early, as early as you can, because there's lots of people looking to get out this year. Well, I'm just going to leave you with this one thought. And again, you scoffed at my candy cane beer. Not, th not that I want one, but I'm just saying somebody should do one somebody for the should, season. Yeah. Uh, there used to be a place, or there's probably still a place called the Wrap Zone. Oh, yeah. I remember every Thanksgiving and Christmas, they would do a turkey dinner wrap, and it was turkey dinner, mashed potatoes, stuffing, all Crap, in a wrap. Very, that yes. sounds really and good. gravy, and it, it worked. Yeah. It absolutely worked. To some people, they go, ooh, it worked. Nothing is off the table when no, it comes to not. beer. No, it's true. And especially with a beer scientist slash nerd like you, I think you could probably come up with a candy cane. Maybe a candy cane sour. Right? I can do it. I can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do it. I'll do it. Candy cane sour. All right. All right. He is brewmaster Nick Mazarek of Strathcona Brewing. And uh, congratulations on the success and happy fifth anniversary. Thank you guys very much. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Cheers.
here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. Hey guys, how you doing? Shane here, owner and operator of Good Lad Clothing, 3283 Main Street, right on the corner of Main and 17th next to the General Public Restaurant. Guess what? It's getting cold outside. That means that everybody needs jackets, everybody's going to need hoodies, and we're certainly going to need heavy sweaters, and we have all three of those. Good Lad Clothing, 3283 Main Street. Come on down, grab one of those, and you'll be ready for winter. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. With Alex Jobson of the Sutton Group West Coast Realty, you can contact Alex at citytosuburb.ca. Alex, what is the current state of the lower mainland real estate market? Simply put, we're at an all-time low for product. So if supply is low, does it make a difference whether I'm buying or selling? Definitely. If you're selling, you have power. If you're buying, you need a plan. And how do I go about making a plan? Well, you sit down with a professional who knows what they're doing, has years of experience, and can help you, based on your needs, find out a solution. Well, the solution is to contact Alex Jobson of the Sutton Group of West Coast Realty. You can reach him directly at citytosuburb.ca. You're listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your hosts Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. It is a proud Vancouver area tradition since October of 2010, so we are now in our 11th year. Rick, that's so quick. The accomplishment when you think I know, about that, it, it? it kind of feels weird to be 11 years old again. Eh? I know, exactly. <laughs> and we're broadcasting for the first time ever at Smith's in Gastown, Smith's Bar and Restaurant in Gastown. Uh, this is a really cool Irish-themed location. That's It's a very historic place, yes. as Gastown tends to be. And uh, you're quite familiar with the setting. We're on Carroll Street, right beside the Blarney Stone. Uh, there's, a, the, there's the Forge. There's the Lounge. We are, I guess, in the main pub. We'll talk to uh, Tom, who is the operator here. We'll get some of the deals on what's going on. Because, again, you know, having Irish in my heritage, it's kind of cool to be in an authentic. We're actually kind of in an Irish snug right now just as, as we record the show. Let's welcome Diana McKenzie, who is the yeah. co-founder of Callister Brewing. Callister Brewing on Franklin Street. It's been uh, it's been a minute since we've seen you. Uh, yeah. How you faring? How's everything? Things are going. We are we survived COVID. <laughs> still, still doing that dance, but uh, really pushing wholesale and and making it through. It, it's been a challenge for so many places, and we were all so glad to see that there were no or very few casualties, I guess, of in the industry. There was certainly some opportunity to sort of change the nature of how you get your beer into the hands of consumers. Um, and again, in your situation, because you're on a very crowded Franklin Street in East Vancouver, so there wasn't probably a whole lot of opportunity to do much in terms of exterior extensions or, or patio dining, if you will. Were you able to set something up at least temporarily? Yeah, we were lucky enough that our street is quiet enough that we were able to set up an outside um, street patio. Uh, so we did have some outdoor space during those crucial times. But uh, yeah, and that's going to continue through until next summer, as it looks like right now. And yeah, we were able to keep it going. You know, Joe, we've always talked about it. And, and you know, sometimes when the, the government kind of puts in these regulations and it's almost like you know you have to prove them wrong and i think covid came along and we were able to do that and all of these naysayers that said you can't have patio you can't have street this you can't have street that all of a sudden the whole industry all of our our local beer drinkers we all proved them wrong 
Well, I think you have to assess priorities because, to be honest with you, I don't need a beer on the steps of the art gallery. I, I can I can no. do without. And there's no reason it couldn't be there. There's no reason you couldn't have beer in a, in a safe environment in the in the park. But I think what you have to do before you sort of looking at those implementations, mm-hmm. take a look at the existing regulations and how people were affected, places like Callister and so many breweries. But I'm glad that you were able to at least have some outside. Because I said, it's a very crowded street in terms of parking and availability. But if you were managed to uh, to get in some exterior there, congratulations. Yeah, thanks. It is a, can be a, quite a challenge. So did you find that you were making excessive amounts of beer during the, the, the worst of the, the lockdown? During the worst of it? No, we uh, converted a lot of our product into cans and, and, and went the wholesale end. Um, but for us, we're so small, we managed to keep very lean and managed. we're also old enough that we managed to take advantage of a lot of the subsidy programs that were available to us. So mm-hmm. um, we just kind of muddled through in a lot of ways, like I think a lot of people did. So exactly how old is Callister Brewing? We're six and a half. Six and a half. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So actually, this week, this week is the fourth anniversary of East Van Brewing. And again, like when you think of six years versus four, even four seems long to me. But six and a half seems like ancient. Seems like almost grandfather. It does for this industry. Yeah. Yeah. I was was just going to say that you're like the 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 old the old folks on the block. So what's what's on tap at Callister these days, Diana? These days, uh, we just released uh, an English brown, which is quite nice, very traditional style. You can also find it on tap at the Magnet. Um, Cool room, by the way. Yeah. I was just down there last week. Have you been to Magnet? I haven't. Very cool. On on Pender Street. Very cool room. Yeah. Yeah, Rob, the bartender there, has been very supportive, and we also have our ginger beer and our new tonic on tap. Now, you also dabble with the sodas, yeah. which we've had on our other shows before, but uh, tell us about your soda line. Yeah, we have five core flavors right now. Uh, Raspberry Earl Grey is usually one that knocks it out of the park for most people, um, but we've just released a new ginger beer, which is quite spicy, has a really nice balance to it, and a brand new tonic that is has fresh organic citrus in it, very light, very fruity, very... Um, not too bitter and not a lot of sugar like a lot of other commercial tonics so it really supports all kinds of gins so we should mention these are not boozy sodas these are actual soda sodas that's right alcohol free alcohol free and you can make some pretty interesting little drink combinations absolutely yeah they're designed to pair with all kinds of different uh, mixes so what what kind of sparked you in that direction from from brewing Uh, it was Diversifying our portfolio of products, yeah. um, that having that diversity really also got us through COVID in a lot of ways, because mm-hmm. uh, we could reach out to you know other retail clients that we wouldn't have access to on, on the liquor side. Right. So that has really helped. And uh, originally it was to support our lounge and, and the brewery because you require a non-alcoholic alternative. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought, you know, I was into making ginger beer and home and naturally fermenting things and. We kind of thought, well, it's not so hard. Let's let's get into that and, and, and make our own products. And then we started packaging, and it's really taken off. So was packaging a, a bold step for you? Because heretofore, you were primarily just uh, just caked product, were you not? Yeah, we were just totally focused on the tasting room. Um, but, you know, soda kind of sells itself. <laughs> when you make a really nice craft product that has real ingredients and real, real flavor, um, people are really into it. So, so do you ever do collabs? With the soda? No, with the with, <laughs> with, with the, the beer. beer. With, with the beer. beer. Yes. with the soda base, you're pretty cool. <laughs> Actually, yeah. We've talked about it with yeah. a couple of people, but hasn't really materialized yet on the soda side. But on the beer side, yeah, actually, we have a really exciting release coming out right now with the bakery, and it is a barrel-aged Lichtensteiner, or Lichtenheiner, sorry, um, that is a slightly smoky, slightly sour beer. It's got the bakery's house mixed culture uh, that's been sitting in the barrels for a year and a half, for almost two years now. And we're going to be releasing that in the next few weeks. What is your prognostication for, I mean, it's been hard to sort of put a date or an ETA on normal, full normal. Sure. But in terms of beer fest, I know Hopscotch is going on this month, but in terms of beer fest returning, I mean, do you see... 2022 as being the return to maybe some of them will have calmed down a bit but certainly the major events will still take place do you see that i think so uh, whistler beer fest has a uh, had a few events kind of this fall um the um farmhouse fest and weathered are coming back um i think we're gonna see more of it um i just did an event this past weekend for on the soda side the cheese and meat festival um and so we're seeing that for sure um and i think 
certainly with the vaccine passports and, and those kind of programs that I think more confidence is, is going to build up those, those well, groups. Well, I, I was going to ask you because, you know, every place I've been without exception, and I'm sure mm-hmm. Rick, yes. you'd agree, um, yes. they've been vigilant and they've been checking on it. And, and I have a friend that asked me about, you know, meeting up for, for drinks. And I said, where do you want to go? He goes, I don't know. Where do you know that they're not checking? I go, no, Ooh. they're not checking. Everybody's mm-hmm. checking, you know. So he's obviously on, on that side of the fence. But um, you find everybody's playing nice. Whether they like it or not, they realize that, okay, this the way we got to do it so let's do it our customers are for sure we've had very few problems with the vaccines and the passports and, and those kind of things uh, all through covid our customers are very understanding and that is a tough time for everybody and we're all just trying to make the best of it and do what we need to do to get through and and you know not doing those things actually carries a lot of heavy fines mm-hmm. so that's not something we can afford to play no, around with. And, it's, and again it's not your choosing it, it's obviously it's a it's yeah. a public health order mandate and yeah. and again if we want this life to resume then if that's what it's asked of us then let's do it we, we all don't have, have to, to like it i yeah. don't like it and i think on the other side of that too joe is is you know the the whole restaurant industry has taken it hard and this is a way to get people back in those seats yeah. right and get them in there and and you know like diana said as, as long as everybody's got the confidence in what's going on and everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing in the industry side yeah i think people will slow, start coming back and on top of just even following mandates i think we're all really you know, we care about the health and safety of our community. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and that's the thing. Like, it's kind of comforting to know that, you know, I did what was asked of me. Whether I wanted to or not, yeah. I did it. And when I walk in some place where it's expected and, and mandated, it's nice to know that those around me also did what they were asked to do. So we sort of keep ourselves safe. But that's a whole political <laughs> yeah, thing. Exactly. We, we don't want to get on that. But I would be remiss if I didn't ask you this, Diana, because you, sure. you started off strictly doing beer. Uh, then you started doing sodas. Could you see yourself doing something in the RTD family? Because you've got the gear. You've got the space. We've talked about it. Um, it's a very it's an uphill battle on the RTD side, um, especially where we are. Um, we'd have to. If it's not very cost effective. Yeah. At, at a brewery our size, the amount of tax on RTDs yeah. is much higher than beer, um, and that's something that we very much enjoy on the soda side <laughs> as a non-alcoholic product. So um, I I don't see us doing that in the near future. So Callister Brewing, your hours of operation are back to regular and you're open give, give us your hours give us your uh, your your location sure. and um and uh, what people might want to look for when they get in there monday to friday two to nine saturday one to or sorry friday until 10 um saturday one to 10 and then sunday one to eight uh we're down on franklin street just off of hastings and clark and you can find 12 taps including three cask engines so that's the traditional british style of uh, smooth cask beer and, uh, yeah, we have a bunch of new beers coming up uh, that we're really excited about. A coffee porter. Um, Clifford, the Big Red Ale, is a nice red <laughs> imperial IPA. And um, our East Side Buzz is coming back. And, and you're a short walk amongst a number of great breweries within that general vicinity. And uh, Strathcona, who we'll be talking to on the show. Uh, you know, there's there's so many great places around there. And also, oh, for sure. Also, there's also brewery tours, Rick. Yes. We've popped in and visited... Uh, um, down at Callister and and just everybody's loved it yeah. and 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 you know it's it's one of those things where you know we do see the bigger breweries but to come and see what they're doing at Callister and see it in on, on a on a little bit of a smaller scale to see how people actually you know grow um, it, it's everybody who's loved it. Well, we thank you for your time, Diana. Have you been to uh, Smiths and Gastown before? I've not been to Smith's since the changeover. Since I've the been cha- to the Irish Heather many times. This is such a cool uh, spot, uh, is it not? It's, it's great, yeah. yeah. Well, listen, um, we're about a month away, so we can say have a great holiday season. That sounds sure. a little premature, but it's really not. If you look at the calendar, it's, oh, it's sneaking up on not us that far quick. away. And we look forward to uh, talking to you again in uh, 2022. Cheers. Great. Thanks so much, guys. With Alex Jobson of the Sutton Group, West Coast Realty, you can contact Alex at citytosuburb.ca. Alex, what is the current state of the lower mainland real estate market? Simply put, we're at an all-time low for product. So if supply is low, does it make a difference whether I'm buying or selling? Definitely. If you're selling, you have power. If you're buying, you need a plan. And how do I go about making a plan? Well, you sit down with a professional who knows what they're doing, has years of experience, and can help you, based on your needs, find out a solution. 
Well, the solution is to contact Alex Jobson of the Sutton Group of West Coast Realty. You can reach him directly at citytosuburb.ca. I'm just here for the beer. Feeling strong and fit is an important element of life, but sometimes people forget to take advantage of maintaining it. That's where I come in. I'm Troy from T-Squared Personal Training, located in the Sandman Hotel in downtown Vancouver. In just two or three visits a week, I can have you in great shape and the top of your game. Book an appointment and check out my gravity training system. You'll get a full body intense workout in as little as 60 minutes. Visit my website, tsquaredvancouverpersonaltraining.com or find me on Twitter at tsquaredpt. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. This is Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Moabeer. It is Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM, also at 96.9 FM HD3 at JHFTB on social media. I'm Joe Leary along with Mr. Steve Jennings, uh, the founder of East Van Brewing. As we sit here this week, Steve, East Van Brewing on on Venable Street, uh, one of my favorite spots, celebrates four years. So congratulations. Did you think you'd get to the four-year mark? You know, I always knew I would get there. I just didn't know it was going to be so hard. I mean, the last year and a half with COVID, it's been a bit of a grind, but uh, we've seemed to have uh, found our way and uh, cut the fat out and, um, and, and make it work. So take us back four years. I guess you have to pre- pre-sell that to five or six years when you actually sat down with people and said, you know what, I'm going to do this beer thing. I mean, you're in East Vancouver. East Van was already a growing beer scene. Did you just think there's room for one more? Or did you look at this specific area and think, hey, there's nothing on Venables. Why not do it? You know, Joe, it's um, it's kind of funny because it took me back to 2012 when I actually uh, got the name, registered it, and thought I'm going to open a brewery one day because in 2012 it was booming for the craft industry, and I knew there would be room at some point. It was just a matter of timing for me. East Vancouver, yes, it's got a lot of uh, breweries, great breweries, by the way, and I love the name East Van because uh, we're all a big part of a, a group here of uh, breweries and well, not only that, but by the time that you jumped into it, obviously the brewing community is unlike any other community in any other line of work. You guys all get together, you collaborate, you help each other out, you lend each other stuff. And by the time you sat down and decided to do it, I'm sure there was a number of brewers that you could talk to that could give you the ins and outs and how to jump through hoops at City Hall and, and, and here's how you work with the liquor board and all of that. Yeah, Joe, absolutely. I mean, uh, we leaned on a lot of different breweries and talked to a lot of different people in the industry. Um, I mean, there's no easy route to take. This took still about a year uh, to build out and to get all the proper docks and licensing through the city. But yes, we did lean on a lot of breweries around the area and got a lot of help. We're uh, currently enjoying a rice lager, but uh, what is East Van Brewing known for in your estimation? What are your, what are your, I'm not going to tell them. What are your star beers? Well, let's start off with our gold-winning oatmeal stout. Uh, it won gold this September. Uh, the Canada Brewing Awards, we're very, very proud of that beer. There's not a lot of uh, stouts out there, um, so we feel that we are kind of not cornered the market, but uh, we've done very well with it. Also, uh, our, our honey brown ale, we've got beehives on the roof. We mix the honey with the, uh, the beer, and it's an award-winning beer as well. So those would be my two top. Well, Steve Jennings, it's four years, so as we have a glass in our hands, cheers. Cheers. To four years. Congratulations. Thank you very much, Joe. I really appreciate it. 
I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. With Alex Jobson of the Sutton Group West Coast Realty, you can contact Alex at citytosuburb.ca. Alex, what is the current state of the lower mainland real estate market? Simply put, we're at an all-time low for product. So if supply is low, does it make a difference whether I'm buying or selling? Definitely. If you're selling, you have power. If you're buying, you need a plan. And how do I go about making a plan? Well, you sit down with a professional who knows what they're doing, has years of experience, and can help you, based on your needs, find out a solution. Well, the solution is to contact Alex Jobson of the Sutton Group West Coast Realty. You can reach him directly at citytosuburb.ca. You're listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your hosts Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM, also 96.9 FM HD3. Now in its 11th year, broadcasting from Smith's in Gastown on uh, Carroll Street. A really, really cool Irish spot. You must check that out. Taking a break, though, to talk with Mike Rudder from Pacific Western Brewing, the Boo Boy. How you doing, sir? Good, sir. How are you? Always a pleasure to see you. And uh, always, I'm really relaxed. And by the way, I feel really, really privileged because I know, you just told me, I have something in my hands right now that no one else in the world has yet. Yep, 100%. That's uh, one of our new toques that will be in stores in the coming weeks. And, uh, I mean, hey, who better a person to get the first one to? Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So this is part of a great merchandise line. We always talk about the amount of merchandise that Caribou does. And, of course, the last year and a half-ish has kind of put a damper on some of those things. But it looks like you're getting back in earnest. So these will be available in, in a variety of colors? Yeah, we got got uh, three colorways coming in. you got your black, your brown, and uh, your green. They'll be available in private liquor stores in the coming weeks. And uh, keep an eye out for them because they're comfy and warm. In addition to nice winter wear like the toques, uh, you also have uh, something for the uh, the slopes. Uh, and tell me about Devon Walsh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we love to hit the slopes here. Uh, skiing, snowboarding, getting up the mountains, it's a big thing for us. Uh, we've got a couple snowboards that will be available in stores as an enter to win. And we're super excited to... Uh, partner up with pretty much the goat the legend the greatest of all time devin walsh uh he's got a pro model snowboard coming out with wired snowboards this year and we've got 30 uh 30 of these bad boys to give away and they'll be autographed up so keep an eye out for those in stores as well and uh these are not just uh cookie cutter uh, models these are unique handcrafted snowboards yeah yeah we, we took it kind of an extra step further uh getting together with wired snowboards they're a uh canadian brand made in vancouver so these boards were handcrafted uh in vancouver now, before we start talking about caribou, uh, it's only fitting that you gave me something, so I brought something to show you today. And this is a this is part of the Pacific line, which of course you represent through Pacific Western Brewing. That bad boy, that's a Schwarzbach. That must be a collector's item, huh? That's a dark one. I mean, Schwarzbach. That was a special edition. You've got the uh, the bottle in the nice wooden box, uh, but this beer is actually still available in. Uh Private liquor stores and 473 male tall tins. It's a delicious, darker-style beer for this time of year. Well, I think I'm going to take it back and sell it some more because that's at least a decade old, and that must be really, really ripe now. Ooh, you might want to, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about Pacific. Of course, Pacific Cool, as we divert, of course, from beer for a bit, but uh, the RTD world, ready to drink, the canned cocktail world. And um, the last time I was out here, you were telling me about uh, the flavors are maintaining. They're really popular in stores. But you also introduced, or reintroduced, I should say, a hard root beer. You gave me a can of that. I gave that to a buddy of mine. Okay. He was so impressed with it. He shot a video of him enjoying it. Nice. No, it's uh, that pretty much mirrors and echoes exactly what we're seeing out there. Uh, we can't keep this stuff on the shelves. Caribou Hard Root Beer and 473 mil tall tins. 
Uh, it's our classic recipe, uh, root beer, and with uh, Canadian-made vodka. So try it out. And the thing is, it's it's one of those things where because I root beer is a flavor that you don't like. If you're if I'm looking for a fountain beverage in a restaurant, a lot of places don't serve root beer. But root beer is an, is one of those beverages that takes me back to my youth and to throw back a hard root beer, and it really doesn't taste hard at all. But it's so damn good. Totally, such a sleeper. It's maybe not the first thing you'd think of trying, but. Uh, we just had a tried and true really good recipe that we decided to mix up with some Canadian made vodka there and we're loving what we're seeing. Okay, well let's uh, quickly touch on uh, the caribou line. Anything anything new in Boo or anything that maybe we can project in the next 6 months to a year that uh, is sort of on the uh, on the drawing board right now. Yeah, we've got a couple things uh coming down the line there. Uh hoping to maybe add an RTD into the family to go along with the hard root beer that we just talked about. Uh but, you know, we love our lagers and our beers, so we're going to be working on a couple of those as well. And always remember to support local, a good BC company what, since 1957? Yeah, 1957, Prince George, BC, and we're still here uh, tw- 2021, rolling into 2022. And you're still planting trees, by the way, and we haven't got a hard count on the amount of trees, but you've uh, really helped repopulate the forests of British Columbia. Yeah, we're looking to do a nice uh, year-end tree count there, but already we're at 50,000 trees planted in British Columbia this year alone. Mike Rutter from Pacific Western Brewing, the caribou guy. Cheers always, man. We'll see you next month. Always. Cheers, sir. I'm just here for the beer. With Alex Jobson of the Sutton Group, West Coast Realty, you can contact Alex at citytosuburb.ca. Alex, what is the current state of the lower mainland real estate market? Simply put, we're at an all-time low for product. So if supply is low, does it make a difference whether I'm buying or selling? Definitely. If you're selling, you have power. If you're buying, you need a plan. And how do I go about making a plan? Well, you sit down with a professional who knows what they're doing, has years of experience, and can help you, based on your needs, find out a solution. Well, the solution is to contact Alex Jobson of the Sutton Group West Coast Realty. You can reach him directly at citytosuburb.ca. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. This is Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 HD3, a Vancouver broadcast tradition since 2010. Check out the audio podcast at justhereforthebeer.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTV. Here again are your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Moabeer. It is Just Here for the Beer Radio, Sportsnet 650 AM, also at 96.9 FM HD3. You can also check out our podcast at justhereforthebeer.com, at JHFTB on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Joe Leary, along with our friend John Rozier of Phillips Brewing and Malting. Um, one of the, we're, as we're celebrating the anniversary on this show, four years for East Van Brewing, Phillips really kind of set the tone so long ago. Matt Phillips, uh, one of the founding pioneers, if you will, of the industry. You must be so proud when you see what's become of the industry and what key role Phillips played in all of that. 100%. Like, it's, uh, you know, we can never really sleep on the impact of Matt Phillips and, and what he's brought to the industry. Um, but it, it, it warms your heart to see how the industry's grown and how diverse it is now. Um, obviously, you mentioned that we're here, uh, you know, checking out the East Van Brewery and celebrating the four year. Um, and, and this is just another institution where we get to see how diverse the craft beer culture is in British Columbia. Um, you know, they, they do a lot of things. Uh, very distinct to their style um, but again like you mentioned you know off of that group where Matt Phillips is a part of you know that started it it's opened the doors for breweries like this to, to really thrive and and bring a lot more to the market as far as you know different styles of beers different brewing techniques and what have you and it just continues to grow the industry so much not only that but I mean the stories that I've heard about the origins of Phillips was basically he had a cot 
and actually slept in the brewery in the in the early days. I'm sure he's he's advanced from that point. But um, just to think of the, the passion that goes into this and and to see the results and to know that you're one of the leaders. And I've always said that that for dollar for dollar, I mean, I think the Victoria beer scene is is second to none anywhere in North America. I agree. Yeah, it's uh, you know like. We for for all of us in the craft industry, whether you're a customer or you work in the industry, um, one of the things we always kind of look to is is kind of what impact Oregon and you know California has had on the craft beer market. And when you look at the island, it's it's very similar in a lot of degrees. Um, you know, a lot of breweries uh, supporting each other, but also inspiring each other to try new things, go new directions. So the Victoria craft beer scene is very unique in its own way. Um, you know, like the styles are unique the approaches are unique the breweries are unique but at the same time we all look to see what each other is doing and it inspires us to move forward so you know when i look to where we're at now but also the coming year you know we're all looking to see you know who's starting a new trend who's coming out with a new style of beer um what what are the beer styles that are emerging what can we jump into and develop even more um so it's while it's competitive to some degree it's also something where we're all looking to each other to see what's coming up next and when someone comes up with something original in that Victoria market it's it's celebrated within the city okay so uh, there's a couple of Johns in the Phillips program you're J you're JR I, I, I JR. you're JR okay JR let's talk about what's new with uh, Phillips Brewing yes uh, so we've uh, we've decided to dive more into our Dino Sour brand um, a brand that you and I have talked about a couple times on this show um, and a brand that more people in Vancouver here on the mainland are, are getting to know so a lot of people know us um, through our brand Dino Sour Blackberry um, but uh, now that we've moved into the fall and winter we have introduced our Dino Sour Stone Fruit, um, which really offers a similar balanced sour, um, but a ton of flavor in there. Um, and it's been received very, very well. So Dino Sour continues to be something that we're wrapping our arms around, um, but also looking to develop even more. So um, for everybody that's itching for more Dino Sour, uh, just rest assured that there's a lot more coming to you. Okay. And uh, I always comment on the uh, the artwork because your, your team, whoever, and I, I know you've told me the name before and I apologize. Apologize for forgetting it, but whoever does your imaging is spot on. Yeah, his name is Sean O'Keefe. Uh, he's been with the brewery for a long time. Um, he's helped us grow the brand in so many ways, but definitely set the bar for the artwork of the brewery. Um, and and he really does an excellent job of communicating who Phillips is through the artwork scene on all of our products, but also for those that have had the ability to go visit the brewery. Um, you see uh, the touches of Sean uh, all over the brewery and the impact that that has to our culture and our identity um, so you know when you look at even just the new cans that we've released with uh, with our new releases in Dino Sour and the Eclipse Stout um, you know it's it's Sean O'Keefe kind of giving a tip of the cap to who Phillips is um, and and for new people that are getting into the craft scene they can quickly get an identity or sorry an, uh, an idea of who Phillips is just through checking out the artwork on our cans and on our website and you know, different merchandise as well. Well, just before I let you go, John, uh, we have talked about this, uh, that the devastation of the of the Fraser Valley uh, with the rains, and, and apparently there's more on the way, which could not come at a worse time, but, you know, you have reps that represent the brand of Phillips in, in the Valley. What are you hearing about how things are progressing out there? Well, it's an evolving situation. Um, it's it's extremely tragic, you know, uh, with a lot of the, the people that I was able to connect with and create relations with out in the Valley, you know, day-to-day uh, -day my mind is with them, my heart's with them because, um, you know, you see pictures of the devastation there uh, and it immediately puts you in, in their shoes. Um, so my heart goes out to all the people that uh, I already have a relationship with, but also the people that I don't. Um, it's, it's definitely going to have an impact for the breweries that are located in that area and I think as we work our way out of this disaster, um, I, I honestly believe that a lot of the people that live in this area of BC are going to wrap their arms around all the businesses, including the craft breweries, to help them get back on their feet 
you know, um, we all have relationships with people at like Old Yale, for instance, and, and Fieldhouse, and and you know, our, our thoughts are going out to them because obviously they're dealing with a very unique set of circumstances. Um, but I truly believe that um, it'll be inspiring to see how the community wraps their arms around these breweries in these uh, horrific circumstances uh, and helps them crawl out of this and and ultimately become stronger because of this. He is Big John Rozier of Phillips Brewing and Malting on Just Here for the Beer. And uh, this is the last time we'll uh, we'll talk in uh, 2021. And thankfully, 2021 is almost behind us. And we look forward to 2022. Have a great holiday season, my friend. And we'll see you next year. Sounds good, man. You too. I'm Bailey Murphy, stylist at the award-winning Avant-Garde Hair Studio in Yaletown. We're known for creative hair makeovers, both male and female. And if you're looking for something new this new year, come and see me. 2021 means it's time for a change and a fresh start and a fresh new look. If it's highlights, a fade, or just a bold new style for 2021, talk to me, Bailey Murphy. I'm at Avant-Garde Hair Studio, 1075 Mainland Street in Yaletown, or you can email me, hairbybailey at gmail.com. That's hairbybailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y-Y at gmail.com. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. Hey guys, how you doing? Shane here, owner and operator of Good Lad Clothing, 3283 Main Street, right on the corner of Main and 17th next to the General Public Restaurant. Guess what? It's getting cold outside. That means that everybody needs jackets, everybody's going to need hoodies, and we're certainly going to need heavy sweaters, and we have all three of those. Good Lad Clothing, 3283 Main Street. Come on down, grab one of those, and you'll be ready for winter. Just here for the Beer Radio, sponsored in part by Angry Otter Liquor. Check out Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Why choose between assortment and experience when you can have both? Shop the Angry Otter aisles with their trained team and vast curated selection. And with over $400,000 donated last year, know that the dollar you spend stays local. Angry Otter Liquor stores where local lives. Google Angry Otter Liquor stores or angryotterliquor.crs for a location near you. Listening to Just Here for the Beer Radio on Sportsnet 650 AM and 96.9 FM HD3, Canada's original dedicated beer radio broadcast for over a decade. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at JHFTB. It's Just Here for the Beer Radio and your hosts, Joe Leary and Rick Mohabir. And what a treat indeed to be broadcasting from Smith's in Gastown, Smith's Bar and Restaurant on Carroll Street. It's a historic, iconic location that is now rebranded as Smith's in Gastown. Tom Young is the general manager. Uh, Tom, thank you so much for having us. How are you doing, sir? Oh, pleasure, pleasure to have you here and be on the radio station with you guys. This is such a cool room, and you were telling me that after the Whitecaps clinched uh, playoff spot the last week, it went kind of Whitecappy crazy in here, didn't it? It sure did. Yeah. yeah. Big crowd. Lots of people celebrating and delighted with the big win. Yes. Well, big qualification. Qualification, yeah. Now, and again, I should point out that, you know, I'm really kind of partial to Irish pubs, being an Irishman myself. And um, the city is really getting a really good Irish community, is it not? Massive. I yeah. mean, Canada has been great to Ireland for the last uh, 10, 15 years. Uh, long, long before that, too, but in the last 2008, when the Celtic Tiger kind of crashed or died or whatever way you want to put it, the Canadian government had a massive expose in Dublin and brought a lot of people out here and encouraged them to come out here. And, and it's just growing every year since. Wow. It's a well-known spot. Rick, I'm sure you've uh, logged a few miles uh, in this, uh, in this room over the years. This, you know, <laughs> this location a few times, yes. Well, it's part of the IRL Hospitality Group. Um, Smith's, currently there are three locations in the group, and you are expanding. Yes, yeah, we have the Shamrock on Denman Street, Donlins on Granville Street, Smith's here on Carroll Street, and the plans to move on and build another and open another down the line. So let's talk about what you per, uh, pursue here on a, on a nightly basis because this is a room that's, uh, you're showing me a list here, there's a whole lot of activity. So tell us uh, what uh, what you do at Smith's and Gastown. Well, the Forge is our back room. Uh, that's our private back room that we host private parties or open to the public. Really cool, the really cool room too, by the way. Beautiful little spot there. Great premium cocktails, yep. nice whiskey room, the whole lot. Uh, great for intimate parties and it's been going down a, a treat 
uh, since we opened. Uh, we only opened in May here, and weekends have been really... I mean, as restrictions have lifted over time over the last few months, like everybody else, things have started to lift up, which has been great. And like that, then we got allowed to host things again. Traditional music tonight, Irish traditional music on Trad Tuesdays. We do a Whiskey Wednesday special, half price off of our selected whiskies, uh, premium whiskies, for all those whiskey lovers out there. Nice. You know, and uh, trivia nights on Thursdays and bi-weekly Thursdays, turntable Thursdays with our resident vinyl DJs and that kind of kind of vibe on a Thursday to get people ready for the weekend and we've been hitting it really hard on those Thursdays which has been great uh, lots of people come out pick their tunes for the vinyls to play and that's been a, a been a great treat awesome. and happy hour then every day well every Monday to Friday mm-hmm. 3 to 7 so yeah it's been Lots of lots of activities. Now we should mention that because because you are an Irish bar, uh, you do have some traditional Irish substance on tap. Obviously, because you wouldn't be an Irish pub without it. No, that's exactly it. Uh, we have Guinness flowing when uh, we can uh, get uh, it. Uh, well, I was going to ask <laughs> yeah, you because there was <laughs> there was talk that there was a serious shortage, shortage of Guinness. Yeah. Where, where are we at with Guinness now? Uh, we got some back in last week, uh, last week, and we had some for the for the weekend, which was great. And uh, there's a bit of a shortage again, but it's supposed to be arriving again this week, and we should have it for the weekend. Um, but because of that, is got people interested in drinking other stouts, local stouts, House Sound Stout, uh, their Diamond Stout, Persephone Stout, uh, uh, the Irish craft stout that they have. So, I mean, we miss Guinness. The Irish community misses Guinness, but it's also a uh, it's great to see them trying local tastes and uh, local flavors, and it's really great encouragement for other stouts to come on the market here. I, I was surprised, Rick, that, to learn that, that all of the Guinness actually comes from Dublin. I yes. did not realize that. I yeah. thought there'd be Guinness manufacturing plants in other parts of the world, but it all comes from Dublin, Ireland. And, and that's one of the things that you have to give credit to, to Guinness about, is that they don't farm out their brewing to, to local whomever. But they actually is like, nope, if it's going to be Guinness, it's coming from us. So I have a great picture taken in front of St. James, James Gate in, in Dublin, the Guinness plant. And we actually met uh, the Guinness brewmaster. And there's a course on how to pour the perfect Guinness. From start to finish, if you're looking for a drink in a hurry, get something while you're waiting. Because if you want a proper Guinness, <laughs> and I'm guessing, Tom, that in a place like Smith's, you're pouring the perfect Guinness. Yeah, yeah. It's all about the perfect pint. I mean... I grew up in p- working in pubs and working in some tough pubs in Dublin when I, when I, when I was allowed. And uh, it was incredible how, you know, if the prime wasn't poured perfectly, they wouldn't drink it. They'd no, turn exactly. it back. Yeah. You know, yeah. if there was a bubble on the top, it would be turned back by a lot of these older guys who were, you know, sturdy bar drinkers. And that was kind of the way they were brought up through to it. So um, it's incredible how... You have to take care about Guinness to pour Guinness. Yes. Well, I remember when we started this show back in 2010, uh, Rick, we actually had somebody from Stella Artois on yes, the show. Yes, that's right. There's, I believe, seven or eight steps in how to pour and present a Stella Artois. I'm going, what are you talking about? Open the top, pour, pour it, it, hand it to the customer. Yeah. No, 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 no. You've missed four very important steps. Exactly. So, but, I mean, again, that's what you ask for, and that's what you expect in a traditional Irish pub. Um, Tom, we'd be remiss if we didn't ask you because we're about a month away from Christmas as this show goes to air. Um, are you are you taking a lot of bookings? What's the plan for the holidays? Uh, what, what do you see going ahead? Yeah, lots of bookings coming in. Lots of people trying to get back out there and enjoy. I mean, the last year and a half for everybody has been a tough one. The last two Christmases weren't really Christmas. No, no. Yeah. no. And I think people are looking forward to just being able to be with friends and family or whether it's businesses or whatever, and just, yeah, we're taking bookings um, for all for all, all throughout November, December, and January, and, and forever, for all that matter. Well, it's a great room. Uh, thank you so much for having us, and hopefully we'll see you again in 2022. Yeah, and hopefully we'll, uh, we'll be all celebrating the Whitecaps, the Whitecaps. here on, here on Sunday Caps. as well. Uh, Cheers. Thank you very much. Cheers. Well, Rick Mohabir, that uh, concludes our first effort in, uh, in Gastown. It's Smith's Bar and Restaurant in Gastown, part of the IRL Hospitality Group. And as you heard Tom mention, all sorts of great events. They've got, uh, tri- they've got Tread Tuesdays, traditional music, traditional Irish music, Whiskey Wednesday, Happy Hour Monday to Friday from uh, 3 till 7, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights. Cool, cool little spot. Oh, it's cool. a, a beautiful cool little spot. And uh, I know we do a beer show, but uh, we do like the whiskey, too. I was tying that back room there with the the whiskey. It looked pretty good. So congratulations and our thanks to our sponsors, as always. First of all, 
to uh, Diana McKenzie from um, from Callister, Callister Brewing, yeah. who about three and a half years in. We had a couple of anniversaries on this show. East Bend Brewing, four years in this week. Congratulations. And um, and also our longtime friend, Mr. Nick Nazarek of Strathcona Brewing. Uh, they are celebrating their fifth year. Wow. That's, it's uh, almost the old man on the on the on the block, just like Diana over at Cal. Diana six and a six half. Six and a half. I mean it's just it's wow. crazy how time flies. Also uh, Big John Razier from Phillips Brewing and yes. our thanks to uh, Mike Rudder from Caribou Brewing. Once again you can uh, contact the show through social media at JHFTB on Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow our Facebook, just here for the beer dot com. Or at Facebook.com, just here for the beer. <laughs> yeah. And um, and brewery tours are back up and running. Brewery tours are back up and running. We're all over East Van. We're in Richmond. We're in Poco. We're all over the place. Just go to just here for the beer.com. Correct. For, go for to just here for the beer uh, or give me a holler at rick at uh, just here for the beer.com and, and we'll uh, we'll chat about it. Yeah, especially for considering the time of year we're in. If you're looking for that kind of unique little function to team build or just take your staff out for a thank you for a great year, exactly. Um, consider uh, just here for the beer uh, brewery tours. And thanks as always to producer Greg Ballack. Yeah, baby. Yes. And our pleasure once again to be broadcasting from Gastown. Thanks to uh, Tom Young at Smith's bar and restaurant in Gastown. That is a wrap. We're just here for the beer. Just here for the beer radio is heard exclusively on Sportsnet 650 and is podcast through just here for the beer.com. For more information, check out just here for the beer.com and on Instagram and Twitter at JHFTB.